And people will look at you and be like, wow, how come she has peace in the midst of this terrible thing she's going through? And whether they tell you or not, they will sit in their closet and say, God, please, can you give me that peace that Mary has? They won't forget. They will remember. People remember. Why? Because all of us have angels attached to us and they minister to us. And in our darkest place, the angel will whisper to us, will remind us of that person. That person that lived so victoriously in the midst of their challenge. And because that is God's heart for you, you will remember that person and ask God to do for you what he did for that person. And I'm telling you one by one by one, we will begin to have God's kingdom manifest here on earth as it is in heaven. This is what we're called to. We're called to practice this kingdom lifestyle. We're called to a life of great discipline. There's this amazing man of God that I loved so much. I saw him move in the spirit. He said things that I knew he was filled with the spirit of God. But he later got so big and he faced other challenges, I'm sure, that are just very unique to him that maybe you and I haven't faced, but... His wife did say that he started pursuing other desires and he asked for a divorce just to pursue those desires. But he still wanted to be the pastor of the church, even though he had left his wife and was going after, you know, other sexual experiences outside of his marriage. And he still wanted to do the work of God in the church and the board had to pull him out of ministry. This was last year, May last year when this happened and he was refusing to leave his ministry because you know he's established it for over a decade and he was still moving by the spirit of God but his wife said there were coping mechanisms that he took upon himself that were unhealthy in fact he had over 30 DUIs sad thing is yesterday this man died powerful man of God I can't even begin to explain to you the anointing this man carried and today, I feel like I have to emphasize to us that Christ did not die to do all the work for us. We are to do all the work. Don't say, oh, it's not by works, it's not by my power, it's not by my... Please don't quote those scriptures that don't apply to what God is saying to you. Understand revelation, understand scriptures. Jesus Christ has done what you could not do for yourself. You definitely have a part to play. And your part to play is to pull yourself out of that anxiety, out of that depression, out of that pit. Pull yourself out no matter what it takes. You have sisters here. Do everything it takes to pull yourself mentally out of this chaotic atmosphere. Understand that you are of that kingdom and you live out that kingdom here on earth and you practice it. You have to practice the kingdom of God. Nobody will come do it for you. You have to dwell in the presence of God. You have to be prayerful, presenting those things, those attacks, those chaos, presenting it before God. You have to choose a life of holiness. You have to choose a life of authority, empowerment. You cannot sit down and allow the enemy shoot you over and over and over. If you get overwhelmed, 
this is why we have this ministry. That's why we're a praying ministry. That's why we're a spirit of God focused ministry. That is why we are of the mind of Christ. This is what we are all about. And we must pull out of the pit that the enemy has created for us. We must practice living out of the kingdom realm of God. On earth, as it is in heaven. There is no reward for waiting till you go to heaven to live like heaven. The reward is leaving it here. And first, understanding that you are already victorious, even if it doesn't feel like it. Because you do not live by feelings. There's abundance of peace in God's kingdom. It's for our taking. It's for you and I. It's ours. If we don't take hold of it, it's still going to remain there. If we take hold of it, it's not going to deplete. So let's stop this mindset of the world that we have taken upon ourselves. We think like we thought before. We act like we acted before. We analyze things like we analyzed them before. It ought not to be. So by the time we begin to present our requests before God, by the time we begin to worship, those spirits of anxiety will no longer Find a conducive environment to settle in. That is what we are supposed to create. Heaven inside here. Another practical way I will throw out there is remember the good things God has done for you. You know, lately we had this victory and I will just remember it. And I'll just be happy and I'll walk to him and I'll hug him and I'll kiss him. And he'll be like, oh, what's making you so happy? I'm like, I just remember. Just remember the victories we've had. And you'll be like, oh yeah, you know. Remember them so that you are in a constant state of joy. In a constant state of gratitude. Be practical with your walk so that you can operate in the kingdom of God. So that there is no atmosphere that you have created for these spirits of anxiety to make their abode in you. You are no place for demonic infestation. You are the son and the amazing daughter of God. You are called to live out God's plans and nothing, nothing that ever came to you, nothing that ever happened to you, no pain you ever faced, surprised God. He saw it. He knows it. And he knows that you are able to use that pain as a springboard to bring his kingdom on earth and to bring shame to the darkness. Pull them all out. Create an atmosphere that they cannot grow, that these critters cannot multiply. Why do you buy produce and freeze them or put them in the refrigerator? You're creating an environment that bacteria will not grow. That is who you are. You're a kingdom bringer. You're called to create an environment that demons cannot grow. Demons cannot thrive. When they keep you in that loop, they are busy working on you. God wants you to take back control. God wants you to show them who is boss. This is his temple. Live like you carry him inside of you. Live like you are part of that kingdom today. Don't only receive salvation to go to heaven while living your entire life for demons to build their system within you. Don't do that. Be very aware. Be alert. By now, you know, you know the things that you've been caught up in. It's time to rise up. Present every one of them with prayer, 
supplication, thanksgiving, present it all to him. Let him judge those things and then practice your union with God. It's a union that is filled with joy, righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. That is what you create. That is who you carry. It's all in your powers. It's all in your hands. Will you do it? You made a choice to go through school. You disciplined yourself through school. You made a choice to go to that job every day. You knew the rules and the things not to do. The rules and the regulations were presented to you. You made sure not to do them. And you made sure you did the things that brought about your promotion. You know how to do these things. You're very good at your job. Or you raised your children well. And when they did something wrong, you recognized it and you disciplined them. You know how to do these things. You know how to be very intentional with the life you create to get a promotion at a job. The life you create to build a happy marriage. The life you create to raise intelligent children. The life you create to make sure that there's food on your table. That your gas doesn't run out when you're driving. You know this. Now God is presenting to you how you can discipline yourself to operate in the kingdom. How to pull away from the old and to engage the new that he presents for you. Will you choose to make that change happen today? It doesn't matter how many years you've given your life to Christ. It doesn't matter. Today is a new day. And God wants you to be very aware that you are in possession of this. And that no demonic force can run you over. Yes, they can throw things at you. But they cannot dictate which kingdom you manifest. They cannot dictate. They can't just pull themselves inside of you. Because you will push them all out by creating this atmosphere of joy. Of living a life of worship. Presenting things to God. Next verse please. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Amen. Um, Valerie, I yes. want to take them one by one. Okay. And that's I, fine. I want to ask us to give us examples. So if you say, okay. think of what is truth. And worthy of praise. Just mention two of them like that. I want this to be practical. So just call two of them and then I'll talk. And okay. then you call them next like that, please. Thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable. Perfect. What is it you will do today that will prove that you have fixed your thoughts? on what is true and honorable. Or in other words, can you give me an example of how you can practically focus on something that is true and honorable? There's so many of them. So this first one, somebody should just think of what is true and honorable that they can think about. And just to me, to me, what I believe is true is who God made me to be. And who is that? Like we talk, um, we talked about our names that we came up with. I am a, I am a mentor of women. And when someone tells me that, that I am not, um, good at whatever it is, that that's not true because God made me 
to be good at the things that other people may say that I'm not good at. So I don't want to, that's to me, that's not truth. That's somebody else putting their whatever they want on me and I'm not going to receive it because it's not true. Amen. Thank you for, for that, Valerie. You have okay. reversed it because the kingdom of God is the opposite of what the kingdom of this world presents to you. So when it tells you that you are not a mentor of women, you mm -hmm. sit down and you think immediately, I am a mentor of women because God says so. And because I've mentored this person and that person and that person, I certainly am a mentor of women. That is truth. Yes. Thank you very much. So can somebody else tell me something honorable that they can think of right now? Um, that we're all made in the image of God. Amen. Okay. That is truth too. Okay. Okay. You're thinking of living a life of integrity? Yes. It's honorable. I think. Yes. What, what are you thinking practically about your integrity? Like people say you're a child of God. You should live like you're a child of God. People should see that you're a child of God and not say you're a child of God. And yet, um, like you say, you're living your old ways and your life does not reflect the love of God. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so if I'm choosing to dwell on honorable things and I know that I'm called to a life of integrity because it's what goes on in heaven, I sit down and a scenario comes to mind where maybe I'm watching something or somebody says, it is okay to cheat this person. It is okay to take what does not belong to me. Then I consciously begin to think, no, when you love people, you do not take things from them. When you are a child of God, when you're called to live by the standards of God, I choose not to do this. I choose to be a person of integrity. So when daily things like that, I want us to be very practical, you know, when that comes to us, we're able to repel it by thinking that, hey, I carry integrity. Remember when that person told me to do that or else I'll get fired and I didn't do it because I was at this job and they used to lie all the time. And, you know, they called the first time and this lady said she was eating. They said that I should say that she's not around. And so I said she's eating. And so they weren't happy. This lady called again and they were like, can you say she's not around? And I said, she will get back to you soon. And they were not happy with me. <laughs> you know. So who you are is a constant. You're thinking, I did this. I made this choice to reflect your kingdom in this way. I am a person of this kingdom of God. And so I'm dwelling on what is honorable. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us 
into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.